Hello and welcome to Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. A show about empowering and motivating you to broaden your mind. Now, here is your host, Sonia Luray. Good afternoon, Whispers, and welcome to another fabulous episode of Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. I am your host. Sonia Larey, lifestyle relationship counselor, fashion psychologist, certified holistic health and wellness coach, and a motivational speaker. But you know, I'm so excited to be in our safe zone to bring forward another dynamic discussion. Don't forget, if you have questions, feel free to call in at 516. 516- Five nine five eight zero nine one. Again, that's five one six five nine five eight zero nine one. And don't forget, Blog Talk Radio always has our back. They place into each and every one of our episodes a beautiful chat box where you can drop your questions, your comments. And even if you want me to reiterate something, I got your back. You know I monitor a great chat box. So, you know, whispers. I got to ask you guys, how do you like all the bonuses that have been in the whispers exchange um, that are going hand in hand with each of our episodes and each of our discussions? Do you really enjoy it? Have you really been finding them valuable? Because, you know, I'm really looking forward to really making sure that we place value inside of our news journal. And I love being able to give more tools to you that are helping and also go hand in hand with the master keys that are delivered in each of our episodes. So it's very important for me. And if you haven't subscribed to the whispers exchanged yet (laughs) you're missing out because not only are they getting all these bonuses they have the fabulous cocktail mocktail of the hour and i gotta tell you something it is delicious you're missing out on it so make sure that you go visit the description box click the link and subscribe come be a part of our community i'm telling you you're gonna love it And don't forget, we do little different things over the summer, so you really want to be on the inside track. So are you guys really ready to get into today's discussion, developing self-discipline? Ooh, I mean, that there in its title is just major. So you know I love to start all of our discussions off with a clear meaning or definition. So this isn't going to be any different. So we're going to get the understanding or the meaning of self-discipline. Now pay attention to this definition, okay? It's the ability to control one's feeling, feelings and overcome one's weaknesses, ability to pursue what one thinks is right despite temptations to abandon it. It means to have self-control, self-mastery, will power. Ooh, powerful meaning, powerful. Let me give it to you one more time. So self-discipline means the ability to control one's feelings and overcome one's weaknesses, ability to pursue what one thinks is right despite temptations that abandon, abandon it, to ba- abandon it. Self-control, self-mastery, will 
power. Self-discipline whispers, today we're going to embark like on a real journey that delves into the reals or the realness of personal growth and cultivate of uh, one of the think it's one of the most beautiful qualities that we as humans can possess. See, self-discipline, much like that beautiful definition of self-discipline, is the ability to regulate. You know, when we regulate something, we bring it into alignment and direct our actions, our thoughts, our emotions toward a desired goal. See, I find self-discipline to be powerful. See, it's transformative force. It's a transformative force. How powerful is that? It means that it has an action plan into it. You know, I tell you all the time, I have always a clear, my intentions are clear. So it has an aim, purpose, and direction. And that's much like self-discipline. So that has power to shape our lives, enhance our productivity, and unlock our true potential. You can't tell me that when you hear something like this, that you don't want to possess this or have this a part of your characteristic. And so many people don't have self-discipline, or they lack it in different ways and areas. So, Whispers, recently I had a discussion, and one of the participants said such a profound statement that I thought, like, you know, it goes hands down with our discussion. This is the, the quote that I heard, and I want to put in the front of our discussion, because that's how powerful I thought it was, and that we can even kind of share it around this topic even. And it says, it said just like this, self-discipline begins with the mastery of your thoughts. If you don't control what you think, you can't control what you do. (laughs) Tell me that wasn't just like, I was like, oh, yes, say that again. So it said, self-discipline begins with the mastery of one's thoughts. See, we have to master our thoughts first and foremost. If you don't control what you think, you can't control what you do. I had a discussion, and so many times I have different conversations on different platforms. I almost forget where I have all these different discussions sometimes. But I gave a powerful discussion on Do your emotions control you or do you control your emotions? And so many people got upset and they left before we really got into the discussion to really peel it back and show how this was not a trigger and why it was something that can actually step into to step on to their greatness. And so that's what we have to be willing to do is to see these certain elements and certain things in our lives. And this is such an important takeaway, Whisperers, because in an era characterized by constant distractions, instant gratification, and fleeting attention spans, you know, the pursuit of self-discipline has become more critical than ever. 
is critical. All these different elements or different things in the news, different ones that are not able to control their anger, control their emotions, everything is just out of sorts. But when we start to develop such a beautiful quality like self-discipline, it comes in in a different way. It moves with a different kind of swag. See, it empowers us to overcome obstacles. It empowers us to resist temptation and stay focused amidst the chaos that surrounds us on a daily basis. I mean, daily. I mean, you could be just sitting in your house just trying to recuperate. You could be retired, but there is always chaos or something that comes to your door or, oh, here we go, never fails, here we are, because that's how life is. That's why I tell you life is never just perfect and that it has ebbs and flows. And that's why I said your circle is never going to be perfect. It's going to have those ripples around it. It's going to be some dimpling in there as well because that is life. See, it serves as the foundation for achieving long-term success and fulfillment in our areas of life, be it personal relationships, professional aspirations, or your physical and mental well-being, it's all-encompassing 100%. It covers every last part of it, everything. That's why I said this is like a quality that literally – it behooves us to really start to embrace it and to really invite it into our lives. Notice the words that I'm using. Really notice the words that I'm choosing to use in this discussion. Because, see, when we invite something, that means that we are taking the time to have it come in graciously into our lives. We are extending ourselves so we can receive it. See, that's, that's the things that I want you to pick up on, whispers. Being stated, whispers, self-discipline can be developed. Qualities that we want to possess require that we be willing, oh, yes, we be willing to work hard on them. Willingness is something that you must have when we are working on any aspect of ourselves. If you're not a willing participant in your own life to make it better, then how do you think anything's going to happen? (laughs) It just can't. See, I told you in another show that when I was younger, I had a horrible temper. And it required that I had to have self-control and self-discipline to be able to not allow my emotions and thoughts to get the best of me or to have my thoughts and emotions take me out of my character. Because, see, that's what it would do. Because if anybody really knows me, and, and there's people that really know me, they know that I'm very compassionate, I'm very loving, I'm quiet, I have a, a really kind of demure kind of personality. But then, lo and behold, there was this terrible temper that would just, ah, 
show up and cause chaos and wreck havoc. And it was so out of my character. Because even my family will tell you that even when there were situations, I would just be the one that would be quiet or I would just be the one who would say, well, you know, we could blah, blah, blah. But then there was a part of me that there was this little green-eyed monster, and it's funny, I got green eyes, that would just appear and just be like, pow! (laughs) And it would take everything away. But it's the same for all of you. Are you willing to make the needed investment into yourself? See, I had to make the needed investment in myself. I had to go and do the necessary work on Sonia LaRae to see, wait a minute, what, what is this? Why, why are you so, like, quick draw McGraw? You know, like, you're just ready, pow, here we go. And how is this going to benefit me in my life journey of where I see myself? Because, see, I had a vision for Sonia, what I saw for me. But if I couldn't control my emotions and my emotions kept controlling me, how could I possibly be a benefit to anyone that would come into my space or my place? Or how could I sit behind a microphone and pour into such dynamic conversations but then be so false to everything that I'm trying to build and teach you all? It's no way. That's why I told you, I'm a very transparent person. There's no reason for me to have to put all these different smokes and the smoke and mirrors and everything else because I want you to see that leading by example is something that we can do. And But by leading by example means that I have tried and I have done these things and I have tested these things and I am doing them. So in turn, when I bring forth a conversation like this, I can speak from my heart, speak from my soul. I can speak from knowledge. And see, self-discipline allows us to give ourselves even grace. That's what's so beautiful and powerful about this quality as well. So it makes me then say to you all, And even having you to ask yourselves, are you willing to do the hard work? Are you willing to keep building on your houses, meaning that inner person that you desire to be? See, don't forget, you decided that we needed to be walking in a journey of prospering to purpose. Are you willing to invest in that journey or was that just mere lip service? Whispers, self-discipline is like a muscle. Yeah, it's like a muscle. The more you work on developing it and using it, the stronger it becomes. The more you value your property will have in it when you start to work on Y-O-U. That means that we are placing worth into ourselves when we cultivate these beautiful qualities. So we're going to explore the steps to developing and cultivating, you know, self-discipline. We're going to get strategies that can be applied to our everyday life. 
Because see, every day you must apply this. Every day you must be working in this. Every day you have to keep refining so it gets better, it gets stronger, and it just starts to just manifest easily, like show up in the best of the best time. Second thought. See, these principles, when put into practice, have the potential to shape not only your habits, but also your character, your character, which leading, that leads us into like a more purposeful, rewarding existence. I don't know, like when I think about that, like it it embeds into our character. You know, there's people that you meet and you just see them and they have such restraint over themselves or they you know you see something and a person is yelling at them or treating them in such a you know disrespectful way and they're standing there and they say well excuse me do you mind if I speak to your supervisor and they're so calm they never come out of their character they never say anything that is like just oh wow did he just say that no they lead with dignity respect and self-control So Whispers, I'm going to give you several master keys that need to go on your keychain, and these keys are going to allow you to start to build that muscle memory for self-discipline. So I think before we even get into the keys and all of the different elements and everything else that I want to share with you, I think this is a great space that we'll take a quick commercial break. La Paz Image Consultants is your full-service international luxury agency working with clients from the inside out. If you're ready to ignite your passion, tap into your signature style, build on your relationships, then you need to book your consultation today at www.lapazimageconsultants.com. La Paz Image Consultants where everything is fabulous. Welcome back, Whispers. So before the commercial break, I stated that we were going to get into several of the master keys that will help us to build on this beautiful quality. What quality is that? That quality of self-discipline. I think we should uh, call this our discovery hour with all the tips that I'm going to be giving you, because that's what this is. This is going to be the discovery hour. You know, um, I want to really pour into this. I want to take my time with each of these. So I want you to mark the episode here. And currently we are at like the 319 marker. So this way you can come back if you miss any of it, and you can kind of pick up and grab the keys that you may have missed out on. So the first element that we're going to kind of lean into is clarity. So we're going to clarify our vision and set goals. Okay, so when we have clarity, that means that there's no kind of fog, there's no kind of blurriness whatsoever. So even like maybe you wake up in the morning and you kind of like your eyes because you've been sleeping so that they're a little blurry and then you kind of you know, wipe your eyes a little bit or splash water in your face and your your vision becomes clear, 
This is the same thing that happens when we're talking about the clarifying our vision and our goals. So self-discipline requires clear vision of what you want to achieve. So first and foremost, you have to really know what you want to achieve when developing self-discipline. And what exactly isn't that, that, what it isn't that you don't want or what it is not at all. You know, a lot of times when we go into discussions, we always talk about, oh, well, I want this and I want that. But first and foremost, you have to realize what self-discipline is not as well. Self-discipline is not boastful. Self-discipline is not one of these braggadocious things that comes in and has a lot of bravado. It does not have that. So you have to get clarity in that. And I also told you when I was younger, I didn't want anger to have control over me. So I wanted to have control over it. See, that is the clarity that I needed. That's the clarity that I wanted, and that's the clarity that I have. So that meant I began by reflecting on my values. So you've got to reflect on your values. What are your values? What do you really value? What are your aspirations? What are your objectives long-term? Not short-term, but long-term. See, when we're getting self-discipline, it's not a short journey. It's not just a stroll. It's a, it's a walk. It's a distance that we're going. So we have to be willing to kind of look at that in our mind's eye for a future tense as well. And see, As you develop this memory muscle, you're also going to realize that there's certain areas that you're going to develop as you go along as well. So that means that you'll need to define specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, time-bound goals. Always we work in inside of our SMART goals. Always. Do you see that? I told you, we always, I always connect dots. I always bring things back together because, see, a lot of our master keys go hand in hand. And that is what gets our vision aligned. So, you know, if many of you all are wearing glasses, maybe you all have cars. Let me use cars instead because some of you may not wear glasses at all. So, You have cars, and if your car is out of alignment, it may pull to the left or it may pull to the right. So when you go to that mechanic, they put it up on the machine, and they start working on it, and they get it to rotate, and they got the machine that kind of tilts out and tells them which area needs to be balanced out more. And they make the adjustments so they balance your car, and they bring it back into alignment. It's the same thing that we have to do with our vision. We have to get it aligned. Ooh, you like how I connected it? With the goal that we set forward. And these goals will serve as your compass, guiding your actions and providing a sense of purpose. A compass. See, we don't have compasses anymore unless you go out hiking or whatever, but we have GPS. I always tell you that we have an internal GPS. 
So maybe your GIP is, is set for something different, but it needs to be reprogrammed so you don't go off the cliff. See, that's how important it is. So remember, starting small is the best way to start developing your self-discipline. And as your discipline gets stronger, you can spread the focus to more areas in your life. You can spread it out that it's touching on different things that you want to bring into alignment. You can even put it into areas that you said, you know what, I would love to be more disciplined with my morning routine. I want to be more disciplined with my eating habits. I want to be more disciplined with my regular communication or my journaling. But you can apply it anywhere that it needs to be placed. See, that's how dynamic it is when we start building on the skills that we need to take us on our journeys, on the skills that we are building these incredible, beautiful houses ourselves. We are the house to be able to tap into a deeper space and place and to create such a beautiful living space. It moves us into the second area of you must develop a routine. Because the routines allow you to come in and build in and build up. And see, when you are not or you lack self-discipline, you may not have that routine at all. So establishing a structured routine is fundamental, yep, to developing self-discipline. It's fundamental. So it means that you have to design a schedule that encompasses your goals, your priorities, allocating dedicated time for your focused work, your personal growth, as well as your relaxation. Because, see, when we start working on things, that energy of the brain, it starts to really be used. And I told you last week that a lot of time that's when the oxytocin is released, and that's when you become a little more lethargic. So because you're going to be really working on a huge quality that is necessary in your life, you need to really make plans. You need to really start to schedule it. And you need to also take time to see how am I going to put this in here that it starts to work and to be a benefit. It requires things of us, whispers. Routines help us to reduce stress, which can lead to better mental health. And you all know that May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And I always tell you all that One month out of your year cannot be about mental health. Mental health is 365 days out of the year, 24-7. So never get that confused that you only are to pay attention to your mental health during one month out of your year. Because, see, when we're developing self-discipline and we're developing qualities, we're making sure that we are taking care of ourselves, mind, body, and soul. See, this, this discussion here is powerful. It's very powerful. That's why I knew that this was the next element to our house that we had to really lean into and really get the blueprint correct. 
because so many people are lacking in this area and even need to strengthen this area because this happens to be one of the major support beams in your property, meaning in you. So sticking to a routine consistently, regularly, repetitiously is how we build that effective memory muscle and the quality that becomes second nature and our natural manner in dealing with things in our lives, dealing with things with people, dealing with things in our business, dealing with things, period. Now, let me tell you, when it comes to routines, I just cannot (laughs) begin to tell you how I live by them. I am am the routine queen. I have to tell you, even my clients tease me. They they tease me about it too. Um, I have such a morning routine. And my morning routine is something that I do every single day. And if I don't do my morning routine, it throws me off a little but I tap back into myself again as I move forward in that morning. My morning routine first and foremost starts where I wake up in the morning and I give thanks for another day. I'm thankful to see another day. And from that morning routine, it allows me to start to do my breathing exercises. It allows me to kind of open myself up and to tap into Sonia. How are you doing today, girl? What you up to? How are you feeling? What is your goal for yourself today? What is the affirmation that you would like to speak to yourself today? And that's what my morning routine consists of. And then, of course, I have my afternoon and my evening routines and different things that allow me to recenter. My evening routines, I spend in my beauty room, taking off my makeup, reflecting over my day, even getting things structured for what I would like to accomplish the next day, setting myself up for success, seeing how I aligned with my principles, my thoughts, my feelings, my emotions. What did I accomplish in that day that I can celebrate and have a micro win even? And see, that's where I recenter myself. How are you really inside of your routines? Do you have routines? Or have you just been just flying around like, oh, I just got to go? See, it requires something of us, whispers. See, when we start really working on elements of ourselves, it requires things about us. It requires that we recenter, refocus our energies, our minds. But do you lack it? Do you constantly run on a clock? Do you constantly run on the inner and the outer noise? Do you constantly run on that aggravation, that muscle that is now going to pop? See, that's how powerful self-discipline is. It's a terrible thing when we have no control over ourselves, when we have no control over our routines, when we have no control of things being in our place, in our space, causes anxiety, 
causes stress, causes health issues, causes weight to be upon us. And that weight is not just physical weight, it's mental weight. So it moves you into your third master key. That it means that you're going to have to cultivate mindfulness and awareness, two of the nesses that you need. See, self-discipline flourishes when we are aware of our thoughts, emotions, and behavior. That mindfulness, awareness. I told you, I tap into Sonia LaRae. Girl, how are you doing today? What do you need to move yourself forward? How can I pour into you? See, I, I take care of me. And that's what you got to be willing to do is to take care of you. See, practicing mindfulness by being fully present in each moment. Fully present means that we are centered in the here and now. The here and now, not the here and when or the here and later, but the here and now. And then you want to observe your internal experiences without judgment. Whispers, we're being told that I have someone that is ready to ask a question. Welcome into Whispers in a Bottle. What is your question? Hi. Um, So you're talking about the spirit of God inside of people? Is that what you were speaking about? No, I'm not. I'm speaking about having self-discipline. Oh, self-discipline, self-control. So, yeah. Is it is it difficult to get self-control when you're out of control? Well, it can be because it requires of you to really be able to tap into a deeper sense. And so when you're out of control, that means that you have lost everything. And so in turn, a lot of times people are not willing to sit in that space and place of pausing, and they're not in control of the emotion, so now the emotion is running them. Uh So now your emotions are underneath your feelings because your feelings is not who you are. That's the surface of who you are. That's the rough exterior of who you are. But if your feelings become powerful, then you'd want to examine your feelings in light of the truth, which is underneath your feelings, so that you don't rely on your feelings. You're getting down to the heart of the matter so you can do what you do because that's what matters most to you. Is that correct? Correct. That's why you want to be with that, cl- that clarity. That's why you want okay. to have clarity. You want to have control of your thoughts. You want to have control of your emotions so they're not controlling you. So in turn, a lot so, of times people just are moving in reaction to the exterior of themselves something outside of themselves is controlling them their bodies and they have to get outside of their body to control their body so they don't respond in the way that you're saying correct right well, that makes sense well thank you so much for calling in i appreciate it okay well thank you for taking my call i appreciate that have a great afternoon Yeah, thank you. I'll continue listening. Thank you. Oh, such a beautiful call. I love it when people call in and they have questions like that to get the clarity. See, that's what we want is clarity. So when we're cultivating mindfulness and awareness, 
It also helps you to recognize the triggers. So remember when he was stating, like, when you're in that moment and you have that emotion. But see, when we are in that moment of having that cultivation of mindfulness and awarefulness, we then recognize what is triggering us, what is the temptation that is leading to destruction or that impulsive action. We're consciously choosing to really have an alternative response that aligns with our goals, that aligns with us having self-discipline. See, Whispers, this particular quality is something that is powerful because so many times in our lives we need it. Even when we are just being just constantly bombarded with things, constantly being just pitched at, constantly just move. Oh, slow down. Remember I told you there is power in pausing. So sometimes that requires, see, a part of this discussion means that when we have self-discipline, we give ourselves permission to pause. We give our permission to, see, and that allows us to then take that moment to be in that mindfulness and that awareness and allows us to now to recenter ourselves, refocus ourselves, and channel our energy in a positive way that we are not giving up and giving in to things that are moving us outside of our character and letting self-discipline go to the wind. Just throw it right to the wind. That's it. So it moves you into your fourth key, that you have to foster accountability and support accountability. Now, isn't that something? (laughs) You have to foster accountability and support accountability. So this is really a powerful tool to cultivating discipline because when you share your goals and progress with trusted friends, family members, different ones, maybe even the therapist, they can provide guidance for you in that space and that place to really help you to be more accountable. So that's that support system. And I always tell you that sometimes you need that little umbrella or you need that little net under you to catch you because no island is secure on itself. And no one who has success in their life is successful alone. And it requires that we build a network or people that are in our network that are that supportive group. And it means also that you have to be mindful of who is in that group as well. Because everybody is not privy to have that space and place. Because you may think they're going to be supportive of you, but then they could be one that is there to sabotage you as you go in your journey. And as you're developing this beautiful quality. So you got to be mindful of those things. And when you have accountability partners or partner, this person is a treasured source, someone that can motivate you, inspire you, as well as strengthen your conviction to stay true to yourself and true to your commitment. So when I work with my clients, 
and we set goals up and we're putting in healthy things and boundaries into their life, I am there as that net that to catch them. And as they're experiencing things and things are hitting them and knocking them, they come in and I fortify them and I shore them up and we go back in there and we work and we fortify it again. Because that is what a good support system does. That's what that support beam does. It helps to strengthen it. And sometimes we have to have people that are there in that way. And we have to be willing to be accountable for ourselves as well. So that means that we have to be willing to look at ourselves and look at the areas that we are lacking in and hold ourselves accountable and not pretend that we don't see it or we don't know it or we just, well, I'm just trying. And I told you, when you put that try in there like that, that means that you're really trying to fail. So let's get to the doing. Let's get to doing. Because, see, when we're doing, that means we are working on. So reframe that word in your mind of I'm trying. No, I'm working on. I'm working on being better. I'm working on having self-discipline. I'm working on me. Because, see, I've stopped trying and now I'm working. I'm putting in every effort that there possibly can be. Point blank, period. I just learned that one, by the way. (laughs) But it goes so well right there, right? See, Whisperers, developing self-discipline is a lifelong endeavor, a continual practice that requires dedication. Being dedicated to something means that you are committed to it. You're committed to that patience. You're committed to that that self-reflection. You're committed to all the elements and nuances of that beautiful relationship with self-discipline. See, self-discipline is very highbrow. And self-discipline requires more of you. And so you've got to be willing to step in. And don't think when you get this that it's a one and done kind of thing because it's never one and done. It's one and done if you're not planning on moving forward. It's one and done if you plan on never cultivating and moving it into other aspects of your life. Then, yeah, it's one and done. But it's never that way. See, qualities that we really are working on, be it self-discipline, self-love, you know, self-compassion. All these things are required in different elements in different places. And it requires that we continue to work on them as we grow as people. So when you were younger, you didn't have that self-discipline like that. But as you developed and you grew, you started to develop that self-discipline in certain elements, and your parents even started to shape that for you. And you started to build upon it. And so it just requires that we tap in and we build upon it a little bit more. See, a lot of times people are quick to say, oh, I have that. 
oh, I, that's not something I struggle with. But then maybe self-discipline they lack because maybe they overeat or overindulge in different areas. Or maybe they don't have self-discipline and they've allowed themselves to gain so much weight or different elements of their life that they lack self-discipline in. Or maybe they're workaholics and now the job has become their lover, their best friend, and everything else. So it's needed in every element of our life. And so by clarifying your vision and establishing your routines and fostering mindfulness and all the other master keys, you can cultivate this beautiful quality and unlock the incredible potential within you. See, your house is going to be beautiful. And that house is Y-O-U. See, when we put all these elements into place, it allows us as people to show up. It allows us to show up in a better way. It allows us to show up in such beauty with brilliant qualities. Remember, self-discipline is not a, a destination. It's not a destination. But it's a transformation process that leads you to a more fulfilling, purposeful life. You know, Whispers, this season has truly been a very full banquet. <laughs> and I love how it's taking shape and moving us closer to our goal of prospering to purpose. And for us to reach this goal, it takes us being willing to really keep building on our houses, meaning our hearts and our minds, to develop qualities that will produce and move us towards the finish line. And see, the finish line means that it means that we have stepped into this one element of our life, but then we're going to transition into the next. And see, and that's what we want to do, and that's what is growth, healthy growth. I hope that you all are enjoying all of the elements and all of the discussions, your master keys, as well as the bonuses that are going hand in hand, that are walking you through, helping you to look at things a little deeper, to shape your mind and your eye better and to really help you to build your houses that they have beautiful foundations, great support beams, beautiful siding, everything that you need inside of that heart, that mind, that soul that propels you forward. And that's how important this is for me. And I just appreciate you spending your life seconds with me. I appreciate the caller calling in because that was a beautiful question, open discussion, and that's what Whispers in a Bottle is about. And that's why I'm here. So, you know, I always look forward to being in my safe zone in the Whispers Lounge. And I that you all will please subscribe to our news journal so you can get the bonuses if you haven't subscribed already. Make sure that you go to the description box. Click the live link and subscribe because I'm telling you there's some beautiful things inside of the journal and it's really building upon each element that we're going into.
And I always tell you and I invite you to please kind of connect with me outside of the radio. I'm on Instagram. You can find me at whispers in a bottle underscore podcast. And, you know, you can always also find the live link to the newsletter in our bio on Instagram at whispers in a bottle underscore podcast. Or you can find me on the parent company at La Paz Imaging. That's L-A-P-A-Z-I-M-A-G-E-I-N-G. And I'm over there doing some dynamic things, having some live discussions over there as well. Don't forget that you can connect with us on Facebook at Whispers, Whisper, no S, Whisper in a Bottle. And we're also on Twitter at capital W-H-I-S-P-E-R-S, capital B-O-T-T-L-E, Whispers Bottle. And, um, you know, I always look forward to us coming back into our safe zone, having another incredible discussion. Next week's discussion is just as good. I cannot even stress it to you. I'm so excited over it, believe it or not. And uh, I look forward to us getting together. Um, If you're on Clubhouse, please feel free to join me on all of my discussions that I have in there. Um, It's just wonderful to connect with you all. It's so good to meet so many of you all, even off the radio. So it's just great. Please, everyone, make sure that you're safe over this long weekend. Care of yourselves. Use self-discipline as you move forward in your weekend. And you know, it's always my pleasure. I am your host. Sonia Loray. I'm a lifestyle relationship counselor, fashion psychologist, certified holistic health and wellness coach, educator, and motivational speaker. And I look forward to us getting back together again next week. All right, guys. You have been listening to Whispers in a Bottle Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays with your host, Sonia Loray, lifestyle relationship counselor, fashion psychologist, educator, and motivational speaker. Please make sure that you review our show. Like, share, and make sure you come back next Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at www.blogtalkradio.com slash whispers in a bottle. Have a great weekend. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.